0: For nine years in a row, ranking Arizona's number one most trusted referral network, RosieOnTheHouse.com. Information that you can't get anywhere else. And 30
1: years of Rosie on the House.
0: Else can you go but Rosie on the house where we cover colliding black holes in space and the origins of gravity? Sweet corn trail starting at Mortimer's Farm in Dewey, open lines all last hour, and now we're moving right back into your backyard swimming pool. <laughs>
2: And I already have a number of calls, but before we get there, let's introduce our guests. We've got a great panel sitting here before us from Hayward Pool Products. Hayward, uh, if you haven't heard of Hayward uh, Pools, uh, you, you, you must have just moved down from Alaska.
1: <laughs> yeah, we've been, we've been in the swimming pool industry for a long time, so the name is uh, well-branded and out there, and we're just uh, three of the local guys here that work in the Phoenix market, so... Uh, we just wanted to get on and kind of and tell you a little about what we got going on. And that's
0: Marty, Marty Sandoval, the sales rep for Hay- Hayward here in the Phoenix market. So,
1: what's your background in the pool business in general, Marty? Well, I've been around for eight years now. I'm still kind of a newbie, so uh, <laughs> that's why I brought the tech guys in. These are guys, the, the guys with all the answers. All right. I'm, I'm the kind of the concept guy, the one with the ideas.
0: Over here on your right, we've got Flip Pokosik, and your commercial sales manager for Hayward. So we're talking big pools, <laughs> big pools, and community pools. Do you have any equipment at Big Surf?
3: Yes, absolutely. We do. I was just out there a week ago.
0: What were you looking at?
3: Uh, to install a UVO3.
0: Which is just a water purifier? Purifier. It's
3: like you're swimming in bottled water. So,
0: so can until, you tell me how to do? Until they make my a... grandchildren get in it. Right. <laughs> and to <a> drink away. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that a little bit later. And then over on the far right, we've got Clint Webster, which is the Western technical manager
2: so correct. we've got all the
4: bases covered here this morning correct yes sir thank you
2: if you have a pool question one triple eight seven six seven four three four eight that's one triple eight rosie for you the text numbers four one one nine two three or email at info at rosie on the i'm
0: guessing i'm probably the oldest pool boy in the studio my when we moved to arizona We weren't here but about a week or two where my dad had a pool contractor digging a hole in the backyard. That was 1965. And back in those days, when you had a dust storm, baby, you were left with not just a frosting of dust across the top of the pool. You were left with three inches of mud that literally would take a week to vacuum out. It would take 40 or 50 backwashes You had to connect this the there there no automatic. I was the automatic pool cleaner. I was that dude, and you had to fill the vacuum hose up with water and connect it and then put it down there and get it all connected and everything and suck and suck and and suck and backwash and backwash and backwash. And fortunately, I learned early that if you backwash long enough, the water got low enough that you got a break because you had to wait till the hose filled the pool back up.
4: <laughs> you learn quickly, do you not? <laughs>
0: well, boy, swimming pools have sure come a long way from that hole in the ground we had in, yes, in the 60s. Yes, sir. Absolutely. And Hayward's been a big part of that evolution.
1: Yeah, we've really been kind of transitioning over the last few years into automation, and uh, everybody today wants to be able to do everything on their telephone. We've got a lot of people that uh, live out of state and have property here in town that they rent or lease and want to be able to kind of keep an eye on everybody and be able to turn everything on and off uh, remotely, especially people flying in and wanting to start their spa before they get home, have it ready to get there or ready when they get there so that... uh, Uh, it's a quick seamless process so that's really kind of where we're where the industry is headed over the last few years is big into automation and being able to do the phone app stuff and uh, we can also do uh, the voice response too with like Alexa Uh, we'll be getting into the Google Home where you can just tell Alexa to turn your pool to 84 degrees or Turn your LED light to Voodoo Lounge, or you know, just anything, anything, and everything. You can just do voice response. You don't even need to use your phone or or a remote anymore. Now, Marty, what in your background would what your swimming pool in the Voodoo mode? <laughs> 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 the, well, the LED lights come. Uh, <laughs> we haven't even really gotten into lights, but the the, the Voodoo Lounge is a is a wild party mode i guess for the for the party people
0: all right well it certainly has come a long way from just a single bulb underneath the diving board and uh, you know sunk into the plaster wall that's for sure
1: does that include
0: underground underwater speakers
1: um (laughs) those those kind of things can be tied to the automation system yeah if you get the right one where you have some uh, different uh, um, relays that you can tie pretty much anything into these days we've got people that uh, hook up their rv gates to open the rv gate with the same
4: same app or alexa um, well, can, backyard lighting yeah, backyard there's a lot lighting. of stuff they the the it's, commercial were always the big ones before where you had all the extras and the underwater speakers now there's a lot of homes that have that in and, and, and swimming pools in the backyard have just like you said rosie from back in the day they're elaborate now they are they are very com- complex and upscale and they're a big party feature. They're a big a home feature for people. Absolutely.
0: When we when we built that house, we, it was kind of out in the country at the time. Right now, it's kinda, it, it's in the it's in town. But Clint, when they built that pool. Um, not only do we not have a wall around it, <laughs> many times we'd come home and the neighborhood kids would be in it. <laughs>
4: Absolutely. Absolutely. A little more secure now. Oh, a little more my. secure now. So.
0: Can we just talk about the basics of water treatment in a swimming pool? Because it, it actually gets more complicated than people realize, the management of your water quality. Correct. Okay, so we've got a body of water, could be 20,000 gallons. Yes, what are we going to do with that water just to keep it modestly safe to get in regularly and enjoy? I want to get in, my wife's going to get in, she's all lathered up with suntan lotion As soon as she gets in then her labrador comes in as soon as her labrador comes in my two german shorthairs jump in and we're all in that swimming
4: pool then the grandkids jump in yes
0: (laughs) okay so let's talk about
4: that water treatment so water filtration is 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 the first thing you've got to have a, a sized correctly filtration system running your water through said filtration system uh, most people say 20,000 gallons. You're going to run that pool 8, 10, 12 hours a day in the summertime in the heat that we deal with. You want to check your water chemistry, chlorine levels, pH levels, um, at least two to three times a week in the summertime. It, it, most of, of us pool guys, if you checked it every day, we appreciate it. We really do because when you don't and you let it go, when it doesn't take long in this heat to let it go. You've got a dog in the pool. You're having a party every day. One dog's like 20 people in that pool. Um, suntan oils, they clog up the filter. There's a lot of things, like you said, we've, you've got to be accounted for. A lot of kids, you know, they don't go out and go to the bathroom, not to be crude, but you've got to account for that, so yes, sir. Uh, but check that water multiple times a week. Uh, first thing in the morning before the sun comes up it affects the water chemistry because generally we run them at night here in the valley uh, to save on the electricity, the rates are cheaper, Um, let the filtration work people aren't in the water and uh, check it first thing in the morning Uh, check your baskets weekly that's that's why a lot of us have jobs. There's there's a huge business <laughs> opportunity in the in this town for swimming pool guys. And you see them every day.
0: Originally, back in our day, you know the the pool filter was really just a sand filter.
4: Just a sand. Now,
0: now y'all have taken that to how many different type of filter types could we be looking the, at today? There's
4: still really only three. You've got okay. sand, which is which is still. Um, oops, I think I unplugged me. Uh, which is still um, the. Old standard. Okay. You have diatomaceous or, or DE for short, which is the highest filtration level. It gets out the finest particles. What most of the builders what most people use in, in town now are a multiple cartridge filter, a paper a fiber cartridge um, that you've got to take out every three to four, five, six months, depending on the size, and clean them. Just wash them off like you would anything else. So uh, you've still got your big three sand still the kind of the standard especially where we live it's easiest to take care of d's the hardest to take care of cartridges somewhere in between
0: and so that's getting the particulates and the dirt out
4: correct water and then, and
0: then we got to just constantly monitor the chemical balance of it
4: correct constantly it's those two together it can be that simple yes sir okay flip how do you do that
0: how how do you do that at water world how do you do do that at big (laughs) surf they
3: they actually chemically treat it overnight and they have to continually pump chlorine throughout the day it is a it's totally clear in the morning then by the afternoon it looks like milk so then they everybody leaves and at nighttime it gets to filter and clean itself up again.
0: And you were talking actually at one of those facilities that there's a UV filter.
3: Not yet. It's a UV ozone and it's, uh, it actually pur- purifies the water. And we, they want to put one in and try it there to see how it's going to do.
0: Now, how big is that piece of equipment for a body? How many gallons are we talking there? I think they said 200,000 gallons. Okay.
3: Might be more than that, but they have several bodies of water. They want to try it on yeah. the little yeah. kids' pool there.
0: Okay. So they'll go to Drinking Water Quality, Cool. Now will they then have to chemically treat that in addition to that?
3: Yes, yeah, so you would keep the chemical still at two to three parts per million, maybe even higher for that for cause the kids. But then that there's nothing for the chlorine to fight because the UV ozone actually kills all the bacteria and stuff. So you don't use as much chlorine but you still keep it at the same parts per million
0: we're here with flip marty and clint from hayward pool products we've got rusty dave and walter all on hold with questions and we'll get to every one of those questions we're going to take a quick break and be back right after this With the desert sun blazing year-round, your home needs to have fortress level protection against intense sun rays and oppressive heat. Hey y'all, Rosie here and fortunately Pella Impervia fiberglass windows and doors are built to withstand the southwest climate and stay looking great for years and it gets better. These energy efficient Pella products can help keep your home more comfortable. So when you leave the sauna outside, you're greeted with a rejuvenating burst of cool air inside. The team from your local Pella window and doors of Scottsdale or Tucson can finish your installation project in as little as a day. You're just a short call away from a cooler, better looking, more energy efficient home. Visit the showroom in Scottsdale or call 877-987-3552 to lock in your Pella savings now. That's 877-987-3552. Call Pella now.
3: But I held my breath and I kick my feet and I move my arms around. I move my arms around this summer. I swam in the ocean and I swam in the swimming pool. So
0: my boots were in my eyes self-destructive fool.
2: We'll get to pool safety here towards the end of the program, but we've got questions loaded up and we're actually gonna start with an email question. If you're a subscriber to our weekly email newsletter that goes out thursday gives you a preview of what's coming up and the broadcast we run a lot of our promotions through that so we don't tie up the phone lines uh, during the broadcast for people that have calls like all five lines are loaded rusty dave walter Andre, and colby uh but jack uh from chandler writes in ahead of time and he's got uh four spots where he says metal rackets were sitting at the bottom the pool Now i don't know if these were like badminton rackets or what but just four metal structures that were left at the bottom of a pebble tech pool and they've got rust rings around them how does he get them removed he tried some eraser thing that he got off of amazon he tried vitamin c pills um and N- nothing has worked. So you,
4: you, when you get those stains, and you'll get them, sometimes you'll get them from fertilizer. The guys are fertilizing the lawn right next to the pool. They'll sp- spit in there, the ironite, things like that. Uh, small spots. You get bigger spots, which it sounds like he probably has. Um, you can. There's there's several products they make that kind of concentrate. You could take your regular muriatic acid you would use for the water, put it in a bottle or a tube, and get it spot located. You'd have to go swimming to do it. You're gonna get in the water and get right on the spot. Put your mask on and and rub it out and take maybe a metal brush to it. Um, it sounds like for him, he may want to call one of the uh, the pebble tech companies in town and have somebody do it and take a look at it, do it professional. It might cost him a few pennies, but it, it's it's gonna be probably be the better option, the safer option, so he doesn't damage the surface as well.
2: Because a damaged surface then becomes quite then it costs really a
4: lot of, a lot more pennies. Yes, sir.
2: All right, well, let's get to our callers. First, starting off, uh, Rusty, welcome to the program. Go ahead with your question.
5: Great, thanks for taking my call. Uh, We've got a a, uh, 40,000-gallon pool out in Buckeye. Um, It used to be a farmhouse uh, that's been redone. And so we get lots of dirt from the field. And so I was wanting to know if there was a way of uh, vacuuming up that dirt with a lithium-ion battery pack uh vacuum i've seen several of them that do leaves but i've yet to see one that do dirt because our cartridge filters are huge and paying the butt about to take all eight of them out and clean so i was just checking to see if there's a way of yeah, doing that he's, he's <laughs> got a perfect storm right there
4: to, <laughs> and when the storm hits it being on the west edge of town oh. here comes the dust big pool forty thousand gallons that's that's usually double most residential pools and like you said just a farm area um The best thing you could probably do is they do make uh, robotic cleaners, which have cartridges in them, um, to a commercial level, which they're much bigger as well, that can handle quite a bit of dirt, but... I think anything you're going to be dealing with is still going to be quite a bit of work, sir.
0: Now, one of these robotic cleaners, cleaners yes. must hit a saturation point where it can't digest any more dirt. Then Correct. You, you got to retrieve it, then you got to rinse it out,
4: right? Very, very true, sir. Um, they have a cartridge internally on them. You plug them in, you drop them in the water, you let them go and eventually yeah you'll see it start to slow down and stop moving once you see that just pull it out of the water it's a smaller cartridge uh so very easy to clean and so. then flip that's kind of in the commercial arena
3: yeah they they drop those in pools and when the pool's closed and then in the morning when they come back they pull them out well and it keeps the pool clean
0: can you approximate what one of those would cost rusty up in buckeye i mean is that a Two hundred dollar investment, a five hundred dollar investment, a thousand dollar investment
4: for about a thousand dollars, give or take, for a, for a residential robotic. You get into commercial, you can spend upwards of five grand. Yeah. So.
3: so they have some of them that are remote controlled
0: as well. Of course they do. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's remote controlled yes, anyway. for all the gamers. Rusty, I sure hope that helps. Forty thousand. Gallon pool and Buckeye is is, is is a is going to be an issue, no matter which way you cut that,
2: for sure. Okay. Dave's next on the line wants to talk uh, about his pool's problem. Welcome, Dave. Hey, Romy. Um, yeah, my
5: wife complains that the pool's too warm this time of year, and we were talking about ways to try to cool it down. and And uh, I was wondering if there's any anything on the market for that
4: there are several items one we make one we don't uh, one is a chiller works very similar to a uh, evaporative cooling unit for homes um, has the same effect the same principle uh, but they also make uh, heat pumps for swimming pools that are are cooling their heat cool so they will cool on the cooling side so um depending on the electric and in your plumbing You're generally going to be looking at somewhere around five, six, seven grand to have one of those installed between the electric and the heat pump and everything.
2: But that'll
0: heat and cool the
2: water. That would
4: heat and cool. So uh, you would be able to get some, if nothing else, extend your swimming season. Yes, sir.
0: Now, the chilling tower evap cooler, that must really play havoc on your chemical balancing, (laughs) doesn't
4: it? Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, Anytime you're evaporating water, we live where we live, you're already evaporating a lot of water half an inch a day out of the pool which is wreaking havoc you're adding to that so it does have the byproduct the the side effect unintended consequence have what have you um the heat cool pumps they work with the existing system they don't have that effect so uh kind of everything in life is a compromise so which
2: you know and that's obviously going to take time you've got to get the everything lined up to do work you're probably uh and everyone's workload is, is <laughs> pretty big right now. It's busy. We've got a shortage of labor. So you're probably not looking at being able to get this installed in time to take advantage of it. This season, probably.
4: Uh, you could probably get it done within two to three weeks. Two to three weeks. So it's not going to be two or three days, but it may be two or three weeks. Well, so you could use it because that water right now, like he's he's asking, it gets 94, 95, 96 <laughs> degrees. And, and it's not refreshing anymore. It's just not. It's a bath.
2: If you've got access to the backyard, you can go to aziceman.com and have them come dump a truckload of ice in your pool. There you go. If you're trying to get this cooled down for a party this weekend. (laughs) Yeah, if
4: you want it now, there you go.
2: All right, we'll get to Walter, Andrea, Colby right after this.
5: My friend has a swimming pool.
2: It was just brought to my attention. I completely blew past. Uh, I mentioned we do a lot of our promotions through the newsletter. We missed the sports tickets and uh, the nine o'clock hour. We usually do in the open line hour. So, if you get our newsletter and you know the answer to the trivia question that was posed, text it to four one one nine two three. And all right answers between now and nine. Well, we'll give you to to nine forty. We'll give no, you a few to minutes
0: till nine to forty tonight.
2: Today, no, like seven minutes. I'll give you seven minutes to look 40, up the answer. 10 40. Did I say nine forty? Yes, you did. Because it's supposed to be the nine <laughs> o'clock hour.
0: <laughs> you're reading
2: your script. here. Yes. We'll go till ten forty. <laughs> so that's seven minutes if you're a subscriber to our weekly newsletter to look and get the answer to the trivia question and text it into four one one nine two three. We'll randomly pick a uh, all right, all correct answers. We we'll put in a pot. We'll Randomly draw, and if you haven't won from Rosie on the House the last 12 months, you'll be the the winner. Diamond Please.
0: Diamondback tickets.
2: Yes, August 7th, uh, 640, first pitch. I think it's row two, right behind the dugout. Great seats. Row 18, seats one and two. Okay, got it. Okay, so they're still great seats. Still great seats, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> tickets for two with a parking pass. Let's get back to our callers. Walter's next on the line. Good morning. Good morning, sir. I just moved into a new home. It's
6: got a saltwater pool, and I've never—I don't have any clue what you have to do with that. And it's got a Hayward salt monitoring
1: system on it. Walter, are you, are you getting any error codes or anything that the system's trying to tell you, or is it just no? Kind of, no, like I just it? have no clue what what you need to do to maintain a saltwater pool okay yeah well the, the, the dial
6: is like down to almost zero but that's yeah and i couldn't tell you what that means either
1: <laughs> okay yeah the, the the dial is actually a, a percentage of runtime. so if your pool is running eight hours and you have it at 50 percent then it's going to run for four hours um so that's that's not like a, a, an actual output level but the but the biggest thing with the salt system is is just keeping that salt cell clean so um uh, obviously I'm assuming you've never cleaned the cell so you're going to need to use a, a four to one mixture of muriatic acid and water with the cord side down to get that uh, get that cell clean and there is a, a Hayward salt uh, cell cleaning stand available from any retailer uh, that just screws onto the bottom of the cell and then you actually just you know put enough uh, liquid in there to cover the cell plates when you look in there and then it'll bubble for a while and you just need to let that uh, stop bubbling and then do a visual inspection after that and you can you know blow the uh, hose of water through it and get it cleaned out and see if you got it if cleaned.
2: you were designing building and installing a pool for your own personal
1: use would you go salt or traditional um, i'm a big salt cell fan it's a salt system fan yeah just the water quality can't be beat you can't you can't beat that it's uh i know it's a little scary on the front end as far as from the um uh, cost perspective of it, of getting a system like that installed, but, um, from the water quality and I, I, ease of maintenance, I think it's not, not a lot easier, but it's, it's, uh, just a system to go with for sure. But uh, as far as Walter, Walter, I'd, I'd actually get on uh, the Hayward YouTube channel or just uh, get on YouTube and just Google, uh, how to clean your Hayward salt cell. And you'll see a multitude of videos there that will actually go
4: through the we, process to do. Yeah. That we've something. also got it on our website, haywardpool.com. Um, where you can get some uh, troubleshooting guides and and things of that nature on the website as well. You can download a PDF and read it as leisure.
2: Well, congratulations on the new home and your new Hayward Salt Pool System. Andrea's next. Welcome to the program. How may we help you?
6: Um, Yes, I'm um, concerned because my pool seems to be the community beehive or wasp. Uh, drinking fountain and we can't seem to get them under control
4: do you have a salt water system by chance
6: no we don't
4: Okay. Uh, generally the only thing I've seen over time and this is going past I've been doing this 31 years is to actually elevate the salt water level in your water, such as if you had a saltwater chlorine generator, you don't have to use it, but the salt level in the pool can go up to where that water, they're coming to drink and, and, and replenish themselves with that water. And if you probably have Pebble Tech, things of that nature where it's easier for them to get that water and take it back to the hive. But if you make that water unpalatable to them, Uh, Such a salt will do a higher level. That's about your only option you've got.
0: I've seen some pools at Desert Foothills, Desert Highlands, North Scottsdale, Scottsdale, Carefield, that are almost unusable.
4: Yes, sir. The the
0: bees are so prolific.
4: Especially if you have a, a, a zero edge, what they call a negative edge. Uh, where there's a you know a wall where water's running down constantly, where it's it's very, uh, it's just basically the wall is wet a lot of times. It's really it's be, bees are it's just a magnet, just a magnet. But if you have a
5: chlorine pool, wouldn't that affect any of those insects in any way?
4: I mean, the, the, drinking the, it. it- the chlorine wouldn't. I you could drink that water. The dogs drink the water all the time. Huh. So it it to the levels, unless they were really astronomically high, it, it would not uh, wouldn't wouldn't have a uh, detrimental effect, because you'll see it. It'll it seems like the whole hive is there. Yeah, it's just coated with with bees and or wasps, hornets, things like that. And it's, for the
0: traditional conventional chlorine generated swimming pool. Yes. There just isn't
4: a lot of good options. There is not. There is not, unfortunately. It almost, it is what it is. Yeah. If you do have the saltwater pool, you can increase the
0: salt content of the water discourage, uh, some systems discourage them?
4: Some systems, you can do that. Uh, our hours and, and some of the others have a limit that they like, a minimum and a maximum. Um, so it, it, it's... Again, maybe it is what it is. So, well, I have seen pools that literally are
0: are.
2: I un- wish I had a better answer for
4: yeah. it, but there's not really.
0: Yeah. Okay, all well, right.
2: We had a text question in real quick. We asked about traditional versus salt, and someone uh, Jay texted in want to know what about fiberglass versus plaster.
4: Um, now, there's he's talking about fiberglass shell. A fiberglass shell is, is uh, it's easy to take care of, but that's not the norm here. And uh, plaster, uh, pebble tech is the, the main thing that, that most people will do here on a gunite shell. Uh, some people do do the fiberglass. It's almost a personal preference. The fiberglass, sometimes the water chemistry is easier to take care of because pebble and, and plaster is cement. It's going to react. And it's going to have a, a counteractive effect on some of your like your pH levels. Fiberglass, it's solid. It doesn't do that. Uh, you've got to use different uh, type cleaners. And the problem you run into with fiberglass is a lot of the stuff that um, uh, the, the wall returns, the type of cleaner you have to use, they're not readily available in the, in, in the normal market because it's not a normal pool. So you're kind of buying the anomaly. Uh, the outlier, so you've got to account for that. You may have to get online to buy stuff, which uh, sometimes becomes a pain because you don't know what you're getting. So it's it's almost a roll of the dice. It's it's not one's good, bad, or the other. It's just the market you live in more than anything.
0: Yeah, there was a father-son team around for <clears throat> 20 years. Yeah, that when they wanted to remodel a pool, they'd cut your tile out. Yes, and they'd start the fiberglass behind the tile. Water
4: that's line fiberglass coating. So come, yeah, come that's,
0: all the way down. I mean, literally, put a raincoat over the plaster, right. and I saw a couple of them done. Were they getting good? That those guys aren't they, around
4: anymore. But no, they they wouldn't last long. The 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 gel that because that's fiberglass coating versus actual fiberglass shell. Um, where they're preformed pools, like uh, there's a company called San Juan Pools that uses our equipment for those.
2: Sounds like you're putting in a big spa into the you're, ground. A big <laughs> spa
4: under the ground. But the fiberglass coatings, eventually the water chemistry would get to the gel that kind of held all that together, and it would start chalking. And once that happened, you're going to have to, to remove it and start over again.
0: All right, let's stay with the callers. And we do have an open line. We've been through a few calls We've got Colby and Roger, and we've got an open line for you at one 767 We're here with Flip, Marty, and Clint, all from Hayward Pool Equipment Manufacturing to answer any question you might have about pool maintenance or equipment. Colby, welcome to the conversation.
5: Hey, thanks for taking my call. You bet. I I, uh, I have a TriStar uh, uh, Hayward TriStar PS variable speed pump I installed just under two years ago, and every five months since I've installed it, I've blown the main seal. Um, Hayward's been really great about um, um, taking care of it, and they've replaced the seal a couple of times, when they actually replaced the whole pump, Um, but it just blew again two days ago, um, again, five months later after the other one, and uh, I've dumped the water three times in the last two years. Um, My pH balance sits between 7.8 and 8.1, and that's right after I fill it up. That's just different water, I guess. Um, so I'm just looking for any ideas, you know, if you guys can brainstorm, what could be causing
3: that? Um, that probably is, it could be a number of things. Um, if you have a leak on your system and then when it's priming up, it could be heating that seal up or chemical damage where uh, the pH bounce. You said it's 7, 8, eight oh. Yeah, that's really high. So if you're bringing it down a lot and you're adding your pH into it, it might be eating that seal up because... Or where you're putting the acid in the pool, if it's getting sucked into the pump, um, somebody needs to look at it and actually look at the seal and see what's causing that. There could be a wobble in the motor too, that on the shaft that's causing it
0: to. But so we replaced the whole pump. You said correct. At uh, one time, y'all did. Yeah. That was yeah. One about, of them, one... about
5: five. Yeah, five months ago, the whole pump, everything except for the plastic, um, the inlet housing was the only thing that wasn't replaced. And okay. when the old one was pulled out, um, the, there's rust. Um, all the bolts were rusted out, and and I have rust lines inside. Uh, Ooh, see
4: you know, the that three months
5: after I installed the pump, there was rust lines inside my filter basket, and uh, but that, none of my other filter baskets are rusty. Just yeah, the that's one that's
4: the almost a tell. Do you have any kind of what what kind of chlorinator system do you have on this?
5: I have a it's a T Cell 15 Aqua of Right.
4: You have a just just a straight salt system, so we don't have anybody putting uh, maybe chlorine tabs in the skimmer or a pool guy anything no. like that. Kind of augmenting? No, that was the,
5: I've, yeah, I've gotten all the maintenance myself, and that was the first thing. The first time it was in a place five months after I, it was installed, that was a question of it was chlorine tablets, and I've never dropped chlorine tablets in it. Yeah, because
4: usually rust, that, that's obviously that's water chemistry because those are stainless steel, and they're constantly submerged. But even stainless steel will rust submerged, but only if your pH level is drastically low do at some a, point.
3: Do you have a check file between the chlorinator and the pump? Um, no, it goes from the pump to my cartridge filter and then into the, and then then to the salt cell and then into the pool. But no car, no check valve on the system at all?
4: Do, no. Can we get his information? I'll have one of my technical managers here locally call him.
0: There you go, Colby. Hang on. It's a pretty technical issue. It's going to take some personal observation. And the guys from Hayward have volunteered to provide you with that expertise right at your house. You can only get that kind of level of service right here at Rosie. On the house. Let's see if we can go to Roger real quick, but Romy says we have to take a break first. I don't, the clock does. We'll be right back. (laughs) Roger, Jeffrey, Jim, y'all hang on.
2: Well, we do have a number of uh, correct answers to our trivia question What is the official neckwear of Arizona? If you have your Rosie on the House home maintenance calendar, it's in there because it was in this month, August 13th, 1971, when Richard Williams was governor, that Arizona became the first state to designate the Bolo tie as its official neckwear. So we've still got to reference the text numbers with our database and make sure it's not a repeat winner within the last 12 months, and then we'll we'll then draw for our winner after that. So now you know. Let's get to our last pool questions as we... Uh, da, 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 da. let's see let's do maintenance questions because we are talking pool building next week with above and beyond pools out of uh, gilbert arizona so the pool building questions we will hold for next week let's get to maintenance jim and goodyear pool so dirty you can't get it clean
6: no i can't i uh, these storms out here i got a giant field where they're getting ready to build houses And uh, these last couple of storms, uh, I only got uh, like a 12,000-gallon Pebble Tech pool. But uh, I took my filters off yesterday. I pulled about five different times in a matter of two hours, and it's really a pain in the butt because uh, you got to unscrew them. And i got to ask you a question about these filters, too. They're they're about two foot wide. They're about uh, three foot deep, and they go around like flaps. They're all tied into one. Oh, it's a DE. It's
4: a DE filter, Yeah. Um, that's a de filter those are grids. that's a de filter uh, is your water is your water dirty or is it like green algae dirty clarity it's
6: dirt was dirt on it's the floor straight but just yeah. the up dirt. time i vacuum it 5 minutes later it's coming out coming back into the pool out the inlets you have a hole in the cartridge
4: yeah uh, the grids. You, you, have you inspected the grids and when you're when you're once you clean them out and put it back together you should be putting the, the correct amount of diatomaceous earth back in it to coat the grids, and you shouldn't, as because a DE filter will take a lot of dirt. But if it's coming passing back through, are we putting I'm, the I'm DE spraying back them in? Out.
6: I'm, uh, I'm getting them really, really clean, but right. uh, it, within five minutes, uh, it's coming right back out the uh, outlets of the pool.
4: Right.
0: Um, are you, are you recharging the filter with DE? No, I don't know what you mean by that. Ah. That's a no. <laughs> there
4: that's it is. a no. You All right, Jim talk him through that. And that's why. So so a diet is so that you have a diet earth filter, D E. So when once you put everything back together you get the pump running, don't start vacuuming anything. You want to get a bag of diatomaceous earth, like a 10-pound bag, and depending on the size of your filter, and you can always use a little more. It's better to use a little more, but it's probably going to take somewhere between four and six pounds of that bag that you're going to want to put in. That coats that fabric that you're, you're constantly hosing off. Without that diatomaceous earth coating that fabric to catch the dirt, it's going right to the fabric, going right through it, and that's why you're fighting it and fighting it and fighting it. You'll probably see a whole world of difference and you could probably vacuum the whole pool with in one shot. If you're putting in the DE and how you do that, turn the pump on. take the skimmer go to the skimmer, take the skimmer basket out. You'll see the water flowing in. Just start pouring it in there slowly. And uh, some guys will mix it in the bucket into a slurry mix. You can do that too, pour it in the skimmer. Give it a minute or two to coat that filter. Then start vac. Then start vacuuming.
0: It's our mission in life here at Roselle, now, to be every Arizona homeowner's best friend. Next Saturday, Jim's going to call in here, and he's going to admit to us we were his best friend. <laughs> I hope he, he does. He, I hope he just, does. We just made his pool maintenance about one tenth the trouble that it's been. So, Jim, there you go. You're just not recharging your filter with the de. Yep. That's going to be all the difference in the world. Who else can we squeeze in? Jen, go ahead.
5: Hi, I have a 20,000-gallon diving pool, and it's Pebble Tech. I have a Hayward pool cleaner, but I have some kind of critter living down in the bottom of my pool. Many, many critters, I should say, because if you scoop up the bottom of the pool with a net, they cling to the net, but they are also—I've tried killing them with skillet twice,
4: both from the
5: top of the pool and from inside the skimmer basket. And I've done shock. I've gone back and forth to the pool place. I've had pool people look at it. (laughs) No one can kill it except they tell me that they bite. They do bite. I live alone. I haven't been in the pool in a year and a half, so I'm looking for some kind of help. I've been told to call ASU or the county, Maricopa County.
4: And that would almost be it because my brother-in-law at the same pool, he's got horse property right there. And he has those same bugs, and they do bite. Now they keep their chlorine constantly at, at like a six to a ten, which is way higher than normal. So it'd be like shocking it every day. And they use that same skillet product that you mentioned, and that usually gets rid of them. But it's a constant fight with them. So if you're looking for a lot, you're, it's always going to be a constant fight, unfortunately, if you're getting those. So. I've
0: never even heard of that.
4: Yeah, they're the little water bugs, and they 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 just they pinch. It hurts. <laughs> Just irritating. That's great.
2: <laughs> all right. Let's see, Patricia, real quick. Good morning.
6: Um, my question is: At one time, we had a saltwater pool, and or saltwater—I I don't equipment. And then for some reason, I think it went out. But we—I guess we're told that we still have a saltwater pool, but the pool service wants to put chlorine in and says we have to have chlorine tablets all the time, and I'm not you know, in favor of the chlorine. So my question is, if you have a true saltwater pool, do you have to use chlorine?
3: A true saltwater pool is actually chlorine. It just is a chlorine generator at your site. It makes sodium hypochloride. So the tablets maintain the chlorine that the salt generator is making, but it's it's funny. People will call and say, "I'm, I'm allergic to chlorine, so I want to put a salt system in. Well, they're still Going to be, able, it's making chlorine.
4: Different type, did different form, it's being administered, but it's still chlorine. So, and, and most people have salt water because it's in the tap, they just don't even know it. So, real
2: last question, Pam filter and pump have no pressure. What could be the problem? Who knows? The, uh, not that, to that's to a ball question.
4: <laughs> Call a pool professional. There you go. All
2: right. <laughs> Hey, we're at Pools. Gentlemen, thank you for being here with us you're this welcome. Saturday. Next Saturday, Above and Beyond Pools will be here. Actually, it's a, we're going to have a dual guest, uh, depending on what market you're living, listening in. Well, Southern Arizona will actually be talking pool covers here at Rosie on the House.